the gleams of science in the upanishad and shrimad bhagavad gita by dr padmakar vishnuvartak here we are referring isha vasya upanishad shanti mantra and the first mantra of the upanishad proper om shri gurubhyo namah harihi om ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶ ಯನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಭಾರತ ಶಾಂತಿ ಮಂತ್ರ ಓಂ ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾತ್ ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದಚ್ಯತೆ ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮದಾಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಶಾಂತಿ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಸ್ವರ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ವಾಯಸನೀಯ ಶುಕ್ಲಯಜುರ್ವೇದ ಸಂಗೀತ ಇನ್ ಆಲ್ ಅದರ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಐ ಟೋಲ್ಡ್ ಇನಿಷಿಯಲಿ ಶಾಂತಿ ಮಂತ್ರ ಸ್ವರ ಶಾಂತಿ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಇನ್ ಆಲ್ ಅದರ್ ವೇದಸ್ ವೇರಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಶುಕ್ಲಯಜುರ್ವೇದ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಲೈಕ್ ದಟ್ ಓಕೆ ಶಾಂತಿ ಮಂತ್ರ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಹೋಲ್ ಪೂರ್ಣ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಹೋಲ್ ಪೂರ್ಣ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಹೋಲ್ ಜನರೇಟ್ಸ್ ಹೋಲ್ ಇಫ್ ಹೋಲ್ ಈಸ್ ಟೇಕನ್ ಔಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಹೋಲ್ only hole remains behind the word that adah is used to show something away while the word this idam is used to denote something near us the sage tells that hole is there and hole is here which is that hole which is this hole i think that that hole is brahman and this hole is atman scholars say that this whole remain, uh, means the world our mother earth but it is to be noted that the earth is not whole whole should not be dependent on anything else the earth depends on the sun therefore the earth cannot be said to be whole <coughs> moreover the earth is also distant from us then which whole is quite near us atman is that whole which is near us within us <clears throat> brahman is whole but is atman really whole the answer is in affirmative <clears throat> atman comes out of brahman and uh, as the seer says whole comes out from whole atman must be whole coming from whole brahman on consideration it is found that atman is really whole <clears throat> the finest particle of the living world is the molecule of deoxyribonucleic acid dna dna molecule is really whole because it gives rise to a similar dna molecule this replica of dna can produce similar dna again thus it is true that the whole can produce the whole life is composed of dna molecule so life is also whole a unit of life is a living cell one living cell can produce a similar living cell by multiplication so living cell is whole all the unicellular organisms multiply in the same manner plants also are whole because they can produce similar plants from seed branch root etc a cell of moss can reproduce similar moss again thus 
Life is whole because it originates from whole Atman and gives birth to whole life again. Animals advanced in evolution are not whole because they cannot reproduce alone a similar animal. Man cannot reproduce a man unless he conjugates with a woman. Thus, human being and other evolved animals are not whole. When a female and a male unite, they produce an offspring. That offspring also is incomplete because it is produced from incomplete parents and it cannot produce a similar one itself. If life is whole, then why the life of the evolved animals is not whole? Does it break the rule? The reason is that the whole Atman deliberately cuts the life to half at a certain point. When a male and a female conjugate, a sperm unites with an ovum and a zygote is produced. This zygote, that is a fertilized ovum, is whole. Zygote divides itself to produce two cells. These two cells divide to produce four cells. Thus, all these cells are whole and can produce similar whole cells. In this multiplication, at one point, Atman removes the wholeness. Hence, a cell becomes unable to reproduce a similar cell. Thus, nerve cells cannot reproduce a similar cell. In genetic cells, the induced de- uh, deficiency is exactly half. Therefore, a male and a female cell have to unite to produce a whole cell, that is zygote. This arrangement is deliberate and is created by Atman. Is it not an efficient play of Atman to create half of the future living being in a male and another half in a female? Is it not a play to make them unite to produce a full? This full or whole cell can give rise to another whole. Brahman is all-pervading, its one fraction is Atman, but both have wholeness, compare it with an ocean. An ocean can be subdivided in seas. Similarly, Brahman is subdivided to many fractions named as Atman. There are many waves on a sea, but is it true that a wave is different from the sea? No, not at all. All the characteristics of the sea are present in that small wave. Same is the relation of Brahman and Atman. Brahman and Atman are just like a fire and it's a spark. What is the difference between the two? No difference except volume. A small fire spark can assume a huge form any time. Similarly, Atman can work like Brahman. The seer further states that if whole is taken out from whole, only the whole remains. Brahman is whole. If Atman is taken out from Brahman, Brahman remains whole, remains unaffected. Atman also remains whole. From this whole Atman, whole life comes out. But Atman remains whole as it was. One life particle, the molecule of deoxyribonucleic acid, comes out of another DNA molecule and both remain as whole. A single living cell gives rise to a similar cell, but it remains whole as it was before. Such divisions take place for 48 times in a human being since conception, so as to give rise to 2 to the power 48 cells, which means Uh, 33,355 billion cells. All these cells are whole, just like the original cell. Modern science says that from fertilization up to birth of a human child, there develop 2 to the power 30 cells in a period of 9 months. Now consider a unicellular organism, example an amoeba. 
which was created at least a million years ago from one cell in 9 months 2 to the power 30 cells appear so from the first amoeba in 1 million years how many cells would have been formed that number cannot be written in this book so big it is even then the first cell is still present this shows how one hole can produce infinite holes and remain unaffected those who study human mathematics cannot understand mathematics of atman or life human mathematics tells that 1 plus 1 is 2 but biological mathematics shows that one male plus one female that's one male plus female plus offspring that's equal to this 3 is the minimum number produced by adding one male and one female offsprings may be many in many cases like mouse or cat ancient indian sages developed the concept of zero from this wholeness zero means sky and in a way it mimics brahman from zero if you take out zero there remains only zero this much is the similarity between zero and brahman or infinity the statement of the seer may also mean that taking out wholeness of the whole only the original whole remains behind for example atman is whole atman produces another whole that is life but at a certain point whole atman takes away the wholeness of life so that life disappears and only atman remains behind our sun may be considered as a whole because from the sun another sun may originate but at pralaya brahman takes out wholeness of the sun so that the sun disappears and only brahman remains behind the same brahman later creates another sun and planet system so uh, so many stars have been created and perished but brahman is as it is thus whatever is seen in a cell pinda is also seen in the universe brahmanda pindanda and brahmanda the science states that this world is created from atoms and molecules but atom or molecule is not whole because it cannot produce another atom or molecule subatomic particles namely proton electron and neutron make an atom but these proton and electron cannot give rise to similar particles and therefore are not whole neutron may be taken as whole because it produces proton and electron but then neutron itself disappears therefore it is not whole thus the modern science cannot show an entity which is whole in a real sense but upanishads tell that everything in this world is composed of brahman therefore i say that subatomic particles are composed of brahma tattva which is whole and is producing continuously subatomic particles even if you go to a remotest place in this universe you will find that subatomic particles are present inside which brahman is present so brahman is minutest and remotest that is why for brahman a word that that is adaha is used after telling about that the sage tells about this that is idam which is close to us actually it is within us and is named as atman brahman and atman is one and the same principle but while talking scientifically we have to use a frame of reference reference this frame of reference usually is of us thus when i talk i will have a frame of reference to me and then i will divide the world in two sections one section is myself while other section is the whole world outside this other section is spread outside me everywhere it has no boundary this spread is denoted by the word brahman which has a root brah brah means to grow spread increase and expand brahavyaptav hmm. all these shades of four verbs 
in english are encompassed by the root brah and the name brahman grow spread increase and expand except me everything else is brahman once this name brahman is used to everything spread outside me then for me some noun has to be used within me the same principle is present but my body separates it hence another word atman is used to denote the principle present in me thus there is no difference between that brahman and this atman the word atman means self that's all self that is the brahman present in me that is atman or self so there is no difference so this ends uh, the shanti mantra explanation of the shanti mantra next the first mantra ishavasya vidagam sarvam yatkinch jagatyan jagat tena tyaktena bunjita agrudakasya sviddhanam so first mantra of ishavasya upanishad whatever is in motion in this world is occupied by isha you endure or enjoy whatever is distributed by him but do not strive greedily after anybody else's wealth jagati means the earth jagat means moving the moving things on this earth are living organisms which include man beasts birds serpents microorganisms plants etc all these living things are occupied by isha isha means master or lord here one may try to restrict isha's occupancy to only the animate world and will try to say that isha is not present in inanimate things but this his opinion is wrong because living beings movements are easily seen but it does not mean that inanimate things are not moving science has found found out that all the articles in this world are composed of particles and all particles have movements because everything is contains uh, containing of uh, atoms atom contains protons neutrons and electrons electrons are moving right in inanimate things also so so isha is present in inanimate things also isha is all pervading omnipresent isha is the lord of everything he gives or distributes fates according to karmas the seers seer tells to endure or enjoy whatever he gives if isha gives you poverty endure that poverty gladly because doing so you are finishing your karmas even if you are poor do not be greedy do not strive for other man's property if the lord has given you richness do enjoy that richness but do not be greedy and do not try to grab other man's property in this advice there is seen a deep thought about social science strife quarrel battle war etc originate out of the dissatisfaction and greed if you are not satisfied about your own status or condition you have greed due to greed there arises hatred enmity hostility to abolish all these everybody must have satisfaction must have endurance if every man in this world behaves according to this advice then there will be real peace in this world this shows that the seers cared for the physical science as well as social science therefore they told the basic principle that you must have control on your mind so this ends the glimpse 
of science in the Upanishads by Dr. Padmanaka Vishnuvartak. What he says about the Kishavasya Upanishad first mantra. <clears throat> Hare Rama, Om Tachat, Lokas Samastas Sukhinobhavantu. Let peace prevail in the whole world. 